Welcome back guys, welcome back to another episode of the ZA Training Podcast. Hope everyone is keeping well and in good health. Ramadan's almost finishing up, so today I wanted to go over a question I've been getting in the DMs regarding Eid and with Ramadan finishing. So I'll get stuck straight into it guys. So two things I've been asked quite a lot in the DMs and even some of our clients have been asking this and obviously we're giving them different type of support. But two things usually crops up every single year which is or two questions rather is how can I you know have a good eat and make sure I don't gain weight and secondly you know will I start to gain weight after Ramadan as a whole because I'm going to be eating okay so I'm going to break them up very quickly this one is not going to be that long I've not got much time but it was very important that I did this so first things first weight gain will happen every single day every other day okay when you're gaining weight or when you step on the scale that number is going to give you a kind of summation of 7 to 10 substances in the body. You need to understand that first and foremost. When you step on the scale and it changes, it does not mean that your body shape is changing. Let me say that again. If your goal is to lose weight from your you know, your face, from your stomach, your legs, your arms, your bum, your thighs, whatever the hell you have the excess fat, the scale weight will not tell you what's come off. Number one, okay? Number two, every single day, your body weight is going to fluctuate due to how much water you drink, what your stress levels are like, what types of food you've eaten, um, you know, how much you've sleep, you've sleep, you've slept, the types of food you ate before, depending on how heavy they were and how long they take to digest, if you've been to the bathroom, if you're a female, time of the month, there is lots happening there, okay? So on Eid day, your weight naturally will go up. Why? Because you're going to be able to get up in the morning and drink some water this time. You're going to be able to eat at 11 a.m., 4 p.m., 6 p.m. You're going to be, you know, bringing food consistently into your body that perhaps you weren't able to do when you were fasting. So naturally, that's going to add a bit of total volume to your body. But that's not a big deal. That's not a bad thing, right, if you think about it. Then also, you're going to be drinking water. Water is going to get stored in your body, in your muscle cells, Okay. And then that means that's also going to cause a small rise in weight. There is nothing to worry about. Your weight's naturally just going to fill up a little bit just because of the fact that you're eating a bit more. It's not to say that all this food's going to go to your face, your stomach, your hips, your thighs. No, that's crazy talk, okay? That will only happen if on Eid day you pegged out and then the day after you pegged out again and you kept doing it day in, day out for like a week. Then yes, you'll gain some bad weight really let's just use the word bad weight okay that then yeah then that's going to happen but if you're not and you just want to enjoy e then just have you know a nice fun time with the family go ahead relax have some good food chill out there's nothing that's going to happen okay so weight gain a little bit on e is going to be just because of the fact that you've drank more and you're going to be eating a bit more that's it done and dusted now let's move on to post ramadan weight fluctuations as a whole so we've covered of course the fact that your weight's going to fluctuate a little bit right it's always going to fluctuate you can't have control over it as long as it consistently gradually goes down that's all that really matters okay but what tends to happen is people are in the mindset in ramadan where you know i'm fasting i've been able to restrict my calories because i'm fasting i've been able to control my food intake a lot more oh my God, Ramadan's going to finish. I can't do those things anymore. How am I going to keep the weight off? Okay, again, you need to understand what we're talking about when we say weight, okay? Now, post-Ramadan, exactly what I just said for Eid. 
you're going to be able to increase your food intake, you're going to be able to drink more water again, and you're just going to be filling up your body, meaning your weight's going to gradually spike up, right? So it's not to say that you're going to gain the bad weight, okay? So the stuff on your face, your hips, your thighs, your bum, etc., etc., or wherever you store it, back fat, arms, whatever, okay? Now, that's going to happen. You can't avoid this. You should not, some people have asked me whether I should keep fasting. Well, you need to remember fasting is a tool. Fasting is not a way to burn fat. Okay, um, and that's it. <laughs> there's, there's tons of evidence for this. I mean, I can bore you all by showing you all, or I'll just save you the time and just say fasting is just a tool. Because when you're fasting, you're not eating. And when you're not eating as much, you're going to be in a negative energy balance, or otherwise what we know as a calorie deficit, which you probably know. You know, lots of popular Instagram pages are talking about the deficit because it's the thing that matters. Eating or burning more than you're taking in, essentially, not always eating less. Okay, why do I say that? Because you can actually eat a modest amount of food, which all of our clients do, but just focus on steps and a little bit of exercise in the week. And hey, presto, they're losing body fat. Okay, so I want you to always bear that in mind. This is going to happen. So Ramadan's going to hit you, and we see, sorry, Ramadan's going to finish, and every year we get panic DMs from people saying, what's going on? I was losing all the weight in Ramadan. Yes, you were losing the weight just simply because, yes, some of that would have been fat, of course, 100%, the bad the bad weight, right? But a lot of that would have just been the fact that you're not eating as much, you're not nourishing your body, you're not hydrating. All of this contributes to total body weight on the scale, which is why the old saying of ditch the scales, you know, still holds up. And I am, okay, I'm a firm believer to it, a firm believer of it to an extent. Okay, it's, it's good to know what your weight is from time to time. But when I've got people who are kind of checking their weight twice a day, every day, that that's a little bit um, excessive, but you know, you might need to see someone about that because that's not healthy at all. We wouldn't be able to help with that. Okay, but it's important for you to understand what happens, you know, during and after Ramadan. So when Eid comes, I want you all to relax. Make that promise to me, get in the DMs, reach out to me and just say, I've listened to the podcast and I am going to enjoy the time with the family this year and not give a toss about weight loss on the day of Eid. There's no reason to. We've seen it, we've experienced another Ramadan, which is amazing. Let's enjoy Eid and just chill with the food. When it's over, let's get back into the rhythm of things. Get your water, get your food in, get your steps in, get your sleep and enjoy the process. But please just relax. A little bit of natural weight gain is going to be normal. It's not the stuff that you want to gain, such as, like I said, the stomach, the hips, the waist, the thigh, whatever it is. That's 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 a form of weight, that's body fat, but your weight as a whole just will naturally just go up just a little bit, just because of the fact that, again, you're bringing in more food and water. This is completely fine. Worst thing you can do is continue to fast because you don't want to see your weight go up. That's not healthy at all, and that's not going to serve you any benefit. Right, folks, so hopefully that helps. I will try and endeavor to get on to do another podcast before Eid. This week's just been incredibly busy as we're bringing on a lot more clients to join the program, so... We're just conducting calls with them. Uh, it's been amazing, right? And like I said, I can sit here and toot the horn of the program all day long. I, you know, I'm in a position now where we can actually let the results speak for themselves and not advertise as hard. All the advertising we do is just sharing screenshots and social media and showing the proof, right? So if you are keen to speak to us, before you do so, just a couple of things. Uh, and I say this with the best of intentions to save you time. Please only consult with us if you've got a goal, Okay. Please also consult with us if you need help. Not just, I want to lose a little bit of weight or I know what I'm doing or I've got everything in place. I just need a tiny bit of a push 
or you know, I know, you know, no. We're looking for people that have tried and have not, you know, succeeded and they need help. They've acknowledged they need help. Number three, are you coachable? So are you someone who can just follow some instructions? You know, that sounds very basic, but sometimes we'll get people who just want to be told and then left alone. That's not going to help you. Okay. And the number four, if you're someone who is not, you know, extremely introverted, then this is for you. So what I mean by that is we've got a team around us. Okay. So we'll set the nutrition, the, the, the workouts, the steps, the support, everything's there for you. But the biggest element of our coaching program is the communication. What I do is I like to communicate throughout the week with my clients, not like every single day, but I just like to say to them, hey, how are you doing, Sadia? I'm going to be here for you. Just drop me a message if you've got any questions, okay? And sometimes we'll have individuals who just want to be left alone and they're very introverted. If that's you, this may not be for you. And like, I just want to save you some time, right? But if none of that applies to you and you're someone who's just desperate, you want to achieve a goal, you're ready to do some work, especially if you are a busy individual, okay? As you guys probably know, mums make up around 80 to 90% of our program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there we go. So they're getting results. So if you're someone who wants to achieve, you want to save yourself time now, and over the next couple of months, you want to transform, I want you to close your eyes and just think where you want to be in six months' time. You can get there. That's what we do. It's a little trick with our clients, and then they've got that vision in their head, and they achieve. Okay, guys, so if this is you and you want help, you don't have to have any experience at all. It doesn't matter if you live in a joint family, you live in a, a big, you know, uh, you, you live your own family, but it's like a huge family. You live alone, you're a student. doesn't matter what your situation is. If you have a goal and if you are ready to be coached, then we'll help you. Okay, right, that's enough of me now, guys. I'll take care. Um, I'll take care. I will take care. Hope you take care. And I'll catch you guys in the next podcast. Hoping to drop that in the next couple of days. So definitely do stay tuned on Instagram and Facebook.